Well, what do you know? Time for another week in the cabin. Good to have you with us. I'm Glenn, or your lovely host, for Live from Crapper Creek, Alaska. We're celebrating solstice right now, the longest days of the year, so none of us are getting any sleep. And we thank you for joining us. We'll make it worth your while. We got makeup or breakup with lovely Maria. Nerd news. We're going to ask the question, is this really a sex act? We're going to do that. Plus, Tinder profile tips. The mayor takes the dad quiz just in time for Father's Day. And shocking DoorDash stats. That's all this week on the podcast. Live from Crapper Creek, Alaska, the podcast. Did you miss the foodie roundup earlier? We talked about a new a Mountain Dew. They're coming out with a bunch of ridiculous Mountain Flu, uh, Mountain Dew flavors, I should say. Mountain Flu. It's probably more appropriate. Now they've come out with pickle-flavored Mountain Dew. Now, it doesn't say, is it dill pickle or sweet pickle? Is it dill pickle Mountain Dew? Because there's a difference there. I'm not a big sweet pickle guy unless it's relish. I don't like sweet pickles otherwise. Is it kosher? Are they kosher? Are they garlic dill? What? I've, I've got questions. But they're coming out with a pickled flavored Mountain Dew. Ugh. Now, I always heard if you drink pickle juice, it can get you drunk. I don't know if that's true. Is that a new TikTok challenge? Do I smell a new TikTok challenge? Going into somebody's house and drinking all of their, uh, going to the fridge and just grabbing a jar of pickles and drinking all the pickle juice? Is that a thing that people do? (laughs) Well, it's going to be now. I don't know. I don't think I would like the pickled flavored Mountain Dew. I don't need to do the Dew. I don't even know if that's their slogan. It's probably going to be do the ew. I don't know. Got to come up with a good slogan for the pickled flavored Mountain Dew. Because a gag reflex is a terrible thing to waste. New pickle flavored Mountain Dew. Still not as gross as Natty Light. Never underestimate what you'll drink when you're high. I'll see that's the Mountain Dew. That's... Mountain Dew, Cheetos, and weed. It's an unbeatable combination. Mountain Dew, pickle-flavored. America spoke, and we still didn't listen. Pickle-flavored Mountain Dew, available until supplies run out, so available forever. Pickle-flavored Mountain Dew, because taste is highly overrated. Pickle-flavored Mountain Dew, it's fun to vomit. Or maybe like making vomiting fun again. That'd be good. Oh, because it's probably a green color, so that's not. Ass in a can. Pickle flavored Mountain Dew. What else are you going to drink? Water? <laughs> So, uh, does DoorDash, they do breakfast, right? They do that? That'd be cool. I don't know. I, You know what? Here's the thing. I don't know if it's just show my age or I just don't. For one, I'm not a big fast food guy. I have never ordered, like, DoorDash or any of that. I've had pizza delivery just from, like, House of Fire or something where they just deliver their own pizza. But I've never used one of these services to order fast food. That's, like... Fast food is lazy enough, but when you can't even get your ass off the couch to go pick it up, come on, man. 
Some foods uh, hold up better to delivery than others, of course. But in the height of the pandemic, we didn't have choices. If you wanted a poached egg, you had to, you know, you had to make it or have it delivered. You didn't really have a choice in a lot. Up here, it wasn't as bad. DoorDash released a report on restaurant ordering trends so far this year. And it's funny, the number one item people have been delivered the most, French fries. I guess because it's a side. So everybody, whether you're getting a burger, whether you're getting this, you know, everybody, or a sandwich, it always comes with a side of fries. Fries seem like one of those foods that never travels where, though. They get soggy. They're probably going to be cold. They just don't. Second most popular delivery item, burritos or burrito bowls, followed by chicken nuggets, chicken sandwiches, hash browns, and cheeseburgers. Hash browns? Well, there you go. That's my breakfast answer, I guess, right? The most popular cuisine on DoorDash so far this year is American cuisine. Mexican is second, followed by Japanese, Italian, and Chinese. See, now I think, you know, Chinese food, that's like the ultimate order out. But, all right. Also, the pandemic is something we've, you know, we're, we're just living with right now. But DoorDash says people are still cooking more, even though, uh, more than they were last year. So... Now, I did some of my own digging in DoorDash. Some of my own survey results, thank you. For instance, uh, these are from the actual DoorDash driver survey results. For instance, 71% of you, uh, 71% will judge you for eating Taco Bell alone on a Saturday night. 56% of DoorDash drivers stopped on the way to your house to enjoy sexual favors from a crackhead. And this is a huge number. 79% of these DoorDash drivers actually think it's their responsibility to eat that curly fry that somehow got mixed into your bag of regular fries. Yeah, that's theirs now. 35% have left your house with an Amazon package from the porch. 84% 84 of DoorDash drivers probably wouldn't be doing this if they'd majored in something other than liberal arts. 27% get mistaken for former American Idol winners. Because they actually are former American Idol winners, so that would make sense. And 19% have run a Grubhub driver off the road because DoorDash for life, bro. 47% want to launch a service that only delivers to Snoop Dogg. They'll call it Door Dizzle. I think that's a fantastic idea. And finally, did you know 100% of all DoorDash drivers kick your cat while walking up to the front door? And really, can you blame them? From the farthest North Rock station in the world, it's the Crapper Creek Podcast. And a, a gentleman who's a, a good friend of mine, a great friend of the show and of Crapper Creek, Alaska, the mayor of Fairbanks, Alaska, the one, the only Jim Matherly is with us. Mayor, how you doing? And a dad, yeah, just like you. Just being a dad, that's the best job in the world, is it not? Best job. I mean, I, we both love our jobs. We are just talking about how much you love the passion yeah. you have for being the mayor of the Golden Heart City and how much passion I have for being the obnoxious voice of the Golden Heart City. It's, <laughs> it's, it's just... Uh, we're we're truly blessed, but uh, neither here nor there. We do have Father's Day coming up, and you and I Friday night huge reunion of this weekend West Valley. Like I don't know how many like four or five years of of people. It's going to be crazy uh, at Pikes. You're doing music, and I'm doing comedy. We're going to see how that works out. Could be a total oh, total. Could be a hoot. I we'll see. We'll see. I'm I'm, I'm 
I don't know how the comedy part's going to, but we'll have fun. And oh, that's you know what, especially, especially since two years of it has been delayed with the dumb COVID. Yes, stuff. we've been Everyone's trying to do this for party the- for the for a long time. It was supposed yeah. to be uh, uh, supposed to be last year, my my big fortieth, and it wasn't. So now we're going to do it this year. But looking Woo-hoo. forward to seeing a lot of old friends and faces. That's for sure. Uh, but too. also Sunday is Father's Day, and there's a lot going on for Father's Day as well. And uh, Jim here has a gaggle of young boys. What are you up to? Eighteen of them now. How many are there? I think five. Five. Uh, and five, are, most of them, and the youngest now has got to be, uh, those guys, how old are the youngest? The youngest uh, twins are 16 and 16. the oldest is 20, 22 now and a dad, of course. So yeah, family's moving along. It's yeah, great. they are. Yeah, they are. So, and, yeah. and you're a fantastic father. So with that, it's time oh, for you. a dad quiz. Okay. Love it. Now, <laughs> these are funny. And we're just going to find out how dad the mayor is. I'm going to read you these famous dad quotes and you've got to be honest and tell me if you've ever said them okay i'll be honest i promise all right <laughs> okay when a cashier has trouble scanning an item dad says guess it's free then <laughs> i have said that <laughs> uh, after <laughs> working around the house has a stud finder points it at chest and says found it <laughs> yes <laughs> When your kid has a minor injury, you said, guess we have to amputate. Yeah, well, I had operate, not amputate, but I said a derivation of it, you bet. (laughs) When it's time to leave, and I know he said it, you have said, let's rock and roll. Yeah, I have, I have. (laughs) All right, when the kid is in the bathroom too long, you as the dad said, what happened? Did you fall in? Did you fall in? Yes. Yes, he has. <laughs> All right. Before looking at the bill, whatever yeah. it, the bill is for, you say, yeah. what's the damage? What's the damage? <laughs> yes, I have. And you're going to share the damage with me or whatever. Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right. When you see the neighbor washing your car, their car, what do you say, Jim? I'm just going to see if you know the answer to this one. You want to do my next? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> after after getting caught falling asleep on the couch you said i was just resting my eyes just resting my eyes absolutely i did that at city council not not just being a dad but as mayor i've done it oh <laughs> uh, when you see a friend when you see a good friend in a public place you greet him by saying oh my gosh um, um been a while no, no. Um, well i guess they'll let anybody in here. Yeah, that's what I'm looking for. Uh, when you see a lot of traffic on the opposite highway backed up, you say. Better than, than me. Yeah. Okay. That's a good one. I was going to say, glad we're not going that way. Okay. That's good. All right. You, for, you forget your keys. You walk back into the house to grab the keys and you say. That's where those things were hiding. No. Oh. <laughs> can't get. No, no. Here's the one. Here can't get very far without these. It can't get very far without those. I yes. Love it. Yes. Okay. I said that. I said that. When driving yeah. past horses, you say, "Look, horses." <laughs> oh no! Look, horses. Okay, got it. <laughs> <laughs> 
that's not a dad thing, is it? That's like everybody's thing. Right. Uh, here's another one. Uh, in every town you're in, you say, people don't know how to drive in this town. I've said that. Yeah, I've said that, absolutely. Uh, after declining additional warranty protection, you say... I've got insurance. Uh, no, okay, no, that's not... Chris, a former insurance agent, would say that. No. <laughs> that's how they get you. Oh, no, I don't think I've ever said that one. Wow, really? One. I don't think so. That's a good one, though. Uh, I, I may have. I mean, right. I'm 59. I may have said it at some point. I don't know. All right. When somebody one. else forgets their keys and comes back into the house to get them, you say. You're not going to get very far without those. <laughs> oh, oh, a callback. Nice. Uh, actually, <laughs> it was back already. How was it? Oh, back already. Oh, I love that one. That's good. Oh, gosh. Glenn, these are great. And finally, after you tie, you, after you've tied something down in the back of a rig or something real firm, you say. Oh, yeah. That's not going anywhere. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how we play along. Happy Father's Day, Mayor. Thanks for playing yeah. with us, buddy. You too, Glenn. We'll Have see a good you one, at man. the uh, uh, debauchery, whatever that is. <laughs> we'll see you at the party. <laughs> All right. Bye-bye. See ya. <laughs> Bye. Jim Atherley. It's the X-Rock Morning Show. Yeah, we do like to educate. That's one thing we're good at around here. So how about bringing in some nerd news, shall we? Let's talk science. Science! Science! Uh, We'll start with some space news. In our nerd news, NASA is assembling a team to actually study UFOs. Okay. Meanwhile, the James Webb Telescope got hit by a micrometeoroid, but it's okay. And that Mars uh, Perseverance rover adopted a pet rock. Small stone had been hitching a ride since one of its wheels, uh, in one of its wheels for a while. Still hasn't fallen off. They say it's been there for several months. (laughs) Wow, that's a rolling stone. In coronavirus news, a sexy Neanderthal might be to blame for a million COVID deaths. An expert linked one of them, uh, got it on with a member of our species 60,000 years ago. Then a genetic quirk got passed down to some of us that makes your lungs more susceptible to infections. So we blame it on a sexy Neanderthal. I know, you're trying to picture what that might look like in your head. Just stop it. Starts out as Raquel Welch and slowly in your mind warps into B. Arthur. Just don't go there. Another health news. Saudi Arabia is spending a billion dollars a year to research ways to reverse the aging process. In the meantime, a new study found injecting a fancy gel directly into your spine can help with lower back pain. Oh, God, I smell another horrible TikTok challenge. Earth news. Contrary to what we thought, a study found Earth's magnetic poles probably won't flip anytime soon. And there might be a new record holder for oldest tree in the world. Researchers think a cypress tree in Chile is around 5,400 years old. The current record was a tree in California that was 600 years old. That would kind of smash that record. Finally, in booze news, a study found that when you pop a bottle of champagne, the gases can escape faster than the speed of sound. 
I think I might have to put that to the test this weekend. Just me? All right. That's your nerd news. So a new survey says that uh, it talks about our favorite sex positions. And yeah, I think they're, they're fairly, you know, there's nothing really uh, too crazy about this. Uh, missionary, doggy, reverse cowgirl, and spooning. Uh, those are the ones. I, I, I know, I know right now you're thinking of a million others, you sick bastards. But those are the foremost. I'm just saying those are the ones. We're all adults here. We can talk about that. I'm sure 69 was on the list. And if you're offended by that, that means you know what it is and you're old enough not to be offended by that. So stop it. Grow up. It does raise a question. Uh, who comes up with the names for these sex acts? I mean, all right, doggy mission. Okay. I guess some of them are self-explanatory, especially when there's so many viable options. Uh, I've got a list here of things that sound like sex acts, but they're not. We should figure out how to make these sex acts. I'm sure we could come up with a way. Wordling. Hey, baby, you want to try the Sasquatch? That's only when you're doing it with girls from Esther. Uh, Bubble heading. (laughs) That sounds like a dirty sexual. It's not. I just made it up. But (laughs) the the reverse Zelensky. (laughs) Ooh, have you tried the deflated airbag? Ooh, one you don't want to try, especially when you're drunk, hassle-hoffing. Don't, don't even attempt it. Ah, and then who can forget, once the kids are in bed, you got to go for the old Tallahassee snickerdoodle. Hedgehogging. I don't know what hedgehogging is. The Cumberbatch. (laughs) All right. Man-bunning. Not that there's anything wrong with that. And finally, you gotta finish with the wolf blitzer. Hello! That was just some of my favorites. Don't judge me. <laughs> Been playing music since then, since that song with Jimi Hendrix, who was his good friend. That is one Carmine Apiece who's with us right now. Legendary rock and roll drummer. Hi, Carmine. How you doing, bro? Good. Speaking good, of man. playing, I'm in my studio playing right now. Really? Give me, good, good, good. could you set the phone down and just give me a quick rip? Uh, I'll do a rip on a snare drum because that's what I'm doing right now. So All right. <laughs> How's that? Oh, it gives me chills. That's just awesome. Right on. All right. <laughs> That's very cool. Carmine a piece, uh, of course, a legendary drummer. Now, um, you you knew Jimi Hendrix. You actually knew Jimi Hendrix. Is there something about Jimi that people don't know or don't understand that you do that you could share about Jimi Hendrix? Well, I don't know. I mean, before he was Jimi Hendrix, his name he used well, he's Jimi Hendrix by by his name, but before that he was Jimmy James and the and the Blue Flames. When I played with him in clubs in New York and he used to slick his hair straight back. Right? So his hair was straight back. Really? Kind of like mine is now. And, uh, yeah, he did that uh, that look, which was the Jimi Hendrix experience, when he grew his hair out with no slicking. Right. And then he had the other guys in the band perm their hair so it looked like an afro. And, yeah, and they all went out. Right. Yeah, know? he did. He really did. That's wild. Good stuff. So that's why we always come to Carmine for fun information. Uh, here's something that's kind of cool. 
some uh, rock music Guinness World Records. Do you know? Okay. And I'll, I'll ask you about a couple of these. They're very obscure. For instance, the first music video to be banned by MTV, believe it or not, it was Queen's video for Body Language in 1982 because of the homoerotic undertones and excessive skin. Oh. <laughs> first, okay. Who was the first band to destroy instruments on stage? The Who. Uh-huh. Yeah, 64. Townsend destroyed his guitar after accidentally breaking the neck of it on a low ceiling, flipping it around. He got mad, and after that, kind of became a thing. Uh-huh. Um, let's see. Where's another one that's kind of cool? Let's see. The shortest music concert ever was also The Who. And it, believe it or not, it was just back in 2007 in Tampa, Florida, I believe. I yeah. haven't heard that one. Yeah, it lasted 13 seconds because Roger Daltrey hit the stage, realized he, he had been sick earlier, and he couldn't sing. He hit that first, that couldn't even hit it. Said sorry, and 13 seconds, first concert. Oh, that's pretty cool. And I believe uh, our good friend uh, John Button, who of course uh, took over for John Entwistle, one of them, uh, a Fairbanks boy, guy I went to school with, uh, plays bass for them now, and I, I don't know if he was with them then. Um, wow. Most encores ever at a music concert. Believe it or not, it was The Cure. In 2004 and five. they returned to the stage five times at the end of three of their concerts during that time. That's a little excessive. No, I didn't know about that. I mean, we, we, we did that within, in our days with Rod and BBA and stuff Oh, really? Like five, though? Wouldn't you just stay out there? Yeah. But you, they just kept wanting you, and you just kept going. So backstage, when that happens, you go... Do you guys get together and go, all right, do we do this again? Do we go back out there again? Just stay out there. Yeah, just stay out there. And then, of course, you know, you can always do that once the house lights come up. It's like, okay, we're done. That's kind of like the cue, right? That's it. When the house lights come up, that's when it's done. That's when it's done. It's like like you telling them to go away. Don't don't go away mad. It's time to go away. It's kind of like when you have the house party and you start cleaning. That's a cue that the party's over. Yeah. Right. right. Uh, the most memes ever used in a music video is Weezer. Of course, it would have to be something, you know, it's not going to be Zeppelin. <laughs> they didn't even know. Most uh, music tracks released within one week, Pearl Jam, believe it or not. They released, wow. yeah, in May of, I didn't know this, last May, they released 5,404 live tracks from 14 years worth of shows to their digital archive. The largest, uh, the largest electric guitar in the world, Carmine, modeled after a 1967 uh, Gibson Flying V, 43 feet long, and it's uh, an actual guitar that you can play. Or yes, it's I playable. Mean, look at the, the rock, the rock and roll hard rock hotel has a, you know, many many stories of a Gibson Les Paul. Wow. Yeah, this one, it says... The building is built like a Gibson Les Paul. It goes up on a 50, 60 stories. Oh, wow. This is actually a playable um, 43-foot long, 7.5 inches. Let me... It's 43-foot long, 7.5 inches tall. I don't get that. And over 16 feet wide, and it's playable. So it's like a guitar. It's like a guitar. So there you go. Uh, now, coming up this weekend, you are going to be uh, playing some music with Cactus. And Pat Travers. Pat Travers and Cactus. Where are you guys playing at? We're playing Cincinnati on Saturday and Sunday, Detroit. But also coming to the Detroit one is Derek St. Holmes of sang 
all the big hits with Ted Nugent. He's playing the night before, so he's going to hang out. We're hoping that Jim McCarty, our original cactus guitarist, will show up, and we're going to have some good fun that night. Excellent. That's Carmine Apiece, dude. I'm loving the Cactus album. Always like hearing from him. We'll talk again next week. Okay, brother. See, See you now. From the farthest North Rock station in the world, it's the Crapper Creek Podcast. I know you're on a diet. You want to look good for summer, but come on. You got to blow all that off because it's time for a foodie roundup. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Here's your foodie roundup this week. Ooh, we have another uh, supply chain food issue. This week, it's sriracha. It's to go along with the baby formula and the tampons. I don't know how those go into... But hey, you know what? If you're low on sriracha, your colon will thank you. Your colon is probably the only one that's excited about the shortage in sriracha. I was never a sriracha guy. I know a lot of people put it on everything now, right? It's kind of like salsa has. It's kind of taken place of ketchup here in the States. But I'm still, if I use ketchup, I still, I, I like, uh, I'll still put ketchup on a, uh, on a burger with fries. That's probably uh, maybe scrambled eggs sometimes or like an omelet. I'll, I'll like some ketchup. A new survey on BuzzFeed asked people if they put ketchup on a bunch of different foods. Some traditional, some aren't. Hot dogs, 85% say yeah. Uh, I'm torn. I'm kind of like Clint Eastwood. Nobody, I mean, nobody puts ketchup on a hot dog. Fries, 83%. All right. Burgers, 82%. Chicken nuggets, mm, 69% do. I thought that's what the dip stuff is for, right? You know, your ranch and your honey and whatever. Eggs, 29%. All right. I, I'm a, Grilled cheese, ugh, 21% put ketchup on grilled cheese. Other sandwiches, 14%. And 9% put ketchup on pasta. Now, my Swedish friends make spaghetti and use ketchup, which is weird. 14%, finally, 14% say they will eat ketchup just by the spoonful. That is disgusting. All right, you had a bad day? Did you have a bad day? Do you get through it with chocolate? Yeah. 52% of people say chocolate alone can get them through a bad day without losing it. More than 7 in 10 people agree it lifts their mood in general. The survey also found 3 in 4 people reward themselves with chocolate. And the idea that everyone loves chocolate is basically true. Less than 3% of people avoid chocolate or never eat it. I'm not a big fan. Unless they're changing the word um, bong hits. Because <laughs> you could probably do that. 52% of people say bong hits gets them through a day without losing it. More than 7 out of 10 agree bong hits lift their mood in general. See, that would work. But chocolate, go for it. Whatever gets you through. Whatever gets through the day. Some would say tequila. Who am I to judge? Speaking of chocolate, one report said that chocolate was only a... Uh, here's the thing. This would have been tragic, uh, but delicious way to die. Two workers at an M&M factory in Pennsylvania had to be rescued when they got trapped in a huge vat of chocolate. Now, one report said the chocolate was only about waist deep, which is lucky. Otherwise, they could have drowned. Somebody called 911 around 2 p.m. said they... Two people weren't hurt, but they couldn't get out. They were taken to a hospital. No word on if it ruined the entire batch. (laughs) 
I don't know. It took a while because rescuers had to navigate their way through around a bunch of little orange men doing a song and dance number. Yeah. You do the midnight snack thing? Next time you need a midnight snack. Here's a cheat sheet. According to a nutritionist, these are some of the best late night snacks. Some of them are bad for you. They give you nightmares. They just don't do you a solid. Sliced turkey. The protein fills you up. The tryptophan helps you sleep. Cheese and crackers. Cheese also has tryptophan. Veggies and hummus. Low option or low cal option. Cherries and pistachios. The fat and protein and pistachios fill you up. Studies found cherries can help you sleep because they're packed with melatonin. Bananas and peanut butter. Same thing. Tryptophan, potassium, cereal, protein bars or snack bars. All right. And finally, have you heard of healthy Coke or basalmic vinegar with sparkling water? It's a thing. Yeah, don't. It's your foodie roundup. Yeah! All right, I've got another one of these uh, makeup or breakup. This is an interesting question, and it kind of fits with the time, so that's why we bring in lovely Maria. Hi, Em. Hey, baby. All right, so here's the deal. Now, you've been following this uh, whole uh, Amber Heard, Johnny Depp thing more than I, and you guys kind of just out of uh, um, uh, gross curiosity, you and uh, Christina there in the office, correct? Yeah, I get these little weird updates. Right, right, right. And I guess it's supposed to be wrapping up soon, but... Here comes another episode of Makeup or Breakup, and it kind of involves that, and we usually use the you for the segment, so let me read the letter. Okay. <clears throat> and it goes like this. <laughs> My girlfriend and I have become obsessed with the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial. My girlfriend is on Team Amber and has made the trial more about a societal struggle of women than a trial between two nutjob celebrities. It blows my mind that my girlfriend could actually side with her. She believes that this trial shows just how society always discredits women and when they are abused by toxic males. My girlfriend is so vocal and locked in her opinion that her comments make me irate. I'm not as team Johnny as I am against Amber. I think the trial has shown that she is horrible and toxic, and I believe that she should have to pay for the character assassination of Depp in her op-ed piece in the Washington Post. The trials brought out this crazy social justice side of my girlfriend that I never knew existed, and I'm not sure I like it. I'm starting to wonder if this is something I can ever look past. Is this a ridiculous reason to flush five good months down the toilet? What happened before the trial? There you go. Makeup or break. They've only been together five months and now she's starting to get on the soapbox. So makeup or break up, Em. Well, five months and, and she's already behaving that way. Then think about it five years from now. <laughs> I mean, how much fun is that going to be? And it could be something over something stupid like Judge Judy. <laughs> Who, by the way, I love. I'm not. Right. Love I'm Judge Judy. No, 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 no. But, but yeah, you know, it's, it, it, well, and I don't know if it's necessarily her problem or his. Because maybe he's just a little too sensitive. I don't know. But regardless, five years down the road, it ain't going to be a pretty picture. All right. So you're seeing breakup with this mm-hmm, one. Mm-hmm. All right. Breakup. All right. There we go. Yeah, because, I mean, seriously, it's not even a part of their lives. They, they don't know Amber or <laughs> I know. It's like, are you really going to fight over something that really isn't? doesn't affect you it's not a part of your well, life i at think all. what he's looking at is the it's that it, it is the um i don't know the, like you said that it 
it kind of it's a nice little uh, snapshot into her psyche and the kind of person she uh, really is. Yes, the if, aggressive tendency. If she claims every you know women are all victims and they oh, oh and this geez. is what society does, and you're like the opposite Cry of that. Cry me a friggin' river already. There you go. So uh, before I go, uh, Team Johnny or Team Amber? Um. Man, I am totally on the fence. I'm kind of, I see some crap about, Am, you know, she's a fucking shit show. Excuse the French. She's a shit show, but um, again, excuse All right, me. I'm, I'm excusing <laughs> that. I can only bleep out so much French here, Em. But, but Johnny, that's a little off his rocker, too. So, I mean, maybe they were just made for each other. I don't know. Well, so, there you go. All right. Thanks, baby. All right. Love you, honey. Great times, boys and girls. Thanks for joining us. Uh, Next week, we continue on into solstice up here in Alaska. Of course, the sun doesn't set. None of us have seen stars or the moon in weeks, and we won't until the middle of August. It's weird, but we do have solstice, and we get nuts under the midnight sun, and we'll do it right here. In fact, next week, it's all about the laughs. Our favorite stand-up comics going to feature all show long on the podcast, so join us for it. From Crapper Creek. Until then, join me on the radio, xrock959.com. Follow us on Twitter. And, uh, of course, uh, you can follow us on YouTube. Live from Crapper Creek, Alaska. Check out the Crapper Creek General Store and score some show swag. Till next week in the cabin. We'll see you. You've been listening to Live from Crapper Creek, the podcast with Glenner. Produced by Mike Cook. For the full morning show, log on to the live stream at xrock959.com. This has been a Glendertainment production.